This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Good news for Japanese automakers. The U.S. and Japan reached a deal on EV battery minerals that paves way for Japanese OEMs to access the $7,500 tax credit for electric vehicles. The deal is aimed to reduce reliance on China for battery materials, and it prevents the U.S. and Japan from imposing export restrictions on the minerals. The Treasury Department will issue its final rules for what EVs qualify for the credits on Friday. And despite this new deal, the Treasury Department still has final say on whether Japanese-made EVs and batteries will qualify for the subsidies. But Japan's trade minister said he expects they will meet tax exemption requirements under the Inflation Reduction Act. Cox Automotive presented its quarterly report yesterday, and here are some of the key findings. New car sales will hit 14.2 million in the U.S. this year, only 3.3% better than last year. Sales of electric vehicles will top 1 million units, which will be a first, and Tesla sales will be up nearly 40% in the first quarter. Delinquencies and repos have gone up recently, but they're still extremely low. One reason is that the people who got car loans over the last three years have much better credit. Even so, high car prices are forcing lower-income people out of the new car market. And here's the real shocker. In 2012, over half of all the vehicles in dealer showrooms cost less than 30 grand. Today, that's only 14%. And back then, only 6% of cars and trucks cost over 50 grand. Today, it's 39%. While other automakers have dismissed battery swapping, Chinese automaker NIO continues to develop the technology and is now rolling out its next-generation battery swapping station in China. Called the Power Swap Station 3.0, it can hold up to 21 battery packs, which allows it to swap a battery in less than 5 minutes, and lowers the cost of the swap. The company is aiming to have 2,300 swapping stations globally by the end of the year. It currently has 1,300. And while NEO continues to invest in swapping, some experts say it likely won't become widespread unless the batteries become standardized. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility, manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Some automakers are starting to follow Tesla's lead in opening their own charging networks. Back in January, Mercedes announced it will open its own network in North America, Europe, and China. And now Ward's Auto reports that Hyundai is considering its own charging network in North America. The automaker already operates one in South Korea in partnership with SK Networks. Hyundai's VP of Product Planning says... It would also partner with other companies if it opens a network in North America. And it's also considering asking its dealers to build EV chargers at their locations that could be open to the public or only just Hyundai customers. Renault revealed the all-new space, which first launched in the best year ever, 1983, 
and is now in its sixth generation. But it no longer has minivan styling. For the first time ever, it's an SUV. And because of that, it's actually a little smaller than the outgoing model and 215 kilograms or about 475 pounds lighter. Even so, it still has seating for five or up to seven passengers with an optional third row. The design is similar to other new Renault models. They all share its signature C-shaped lighting, which is picked up on the front and rear of the vehicles. The interior of the space is highlighted by large digital display screens for the instrument cluster and infotainment, which is laid out in portrait mode. And at first, we thought that large piece on the center console was the gear shifter, but it's really just a resting spot for your hand to make it easier to adjust the HVAC controls. The gear shifter is actually on the steering column. Renault says it will start taking orders for the all-new space this spring. Ford is giving the Ranger a couple of new off-road variants for European customers. They're called the Wild Track X and Tremor, which some of you may recognize as a trim that Ford offers here in the States for the Ranger F-150 and Super Duty trucks. Both feature the same setup. They come standard with Bilstein shocks, a wider track, more robust power steering system, underbody protection, and an upgraded all-wheel drive system which includes settings like trail turn assist. This is where it will break the inside rear tire at low speeds to improve the turning radius, which is useful while off-roading and a feature Ford first started using on the new Bronco. Power comes from a two liter diesel that's mated to a 10 speed automatic. The big difference between the two trucks is that the Wild Track X is a little more upscale than the Tremor. It has more interior features, better exterior lighting, more intricate wheel designs, and its own unique styling. Ford says the order books are open right now, but deliveries won't start until August. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Fisker is gearing up to start deliveries of its Ocean Electric SUV in Europe, and the company claims that it will have the longest range of any electric SUV available in the EU. The Extreme model can travel up to 707 kilometers or 440 miles on a full charge based on the WLTP cycle. That's up from its previous estimate of 390 miles. Fisker says it expects to receive European homologation by the end of April and will start delivering the ocean soon after that. Tesla is really cranking up production at its plant in Berlin. It's now producing 5,000 Model Ys a week. That means Tesla can build 250,000 vehicles a year at that factory at that rate. In October of 2022, it was producing 2,000 EVs a week. That jumped to 3,000 at the end of 2022. Last month, it hit 4,000. And now, a month later, it increased production another 25%. Electric reports the Berlin plant has been approved to build half a million vehicles a year and that Tesla is expected to add another model to produce in Berlin. 
And while Tesla is rapidly increasing production in Berlin, production of Volkswagen's ID Buzz electric van is going a bit slower. The company says it has built 32,000 ID Buzzes so far, including both the passenger and cargo versions. But only 10,000 have been delivered and wait times have been extended until the third quarter. Overall, VW plans to make 44,000 ID Buzzes this year. But production will really ramp up next year when it phases out production of its T6.1 van at its plant in Hanover. Once that happens, VW will build up to 700 ID Buzzes a day, which is about 3,500 a week and an annual rate of 150,000 units. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.